Welcome to this edition of Cause Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD. This is Lacey Bolte with Nebraska AIDS Project. This show was created to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits who are members of Cause Collective. To learn more about the Cause Collective and how we help our members better serve the community, visit our website at www.causecollectivelincoln.org. While you're there, you can also sign up for our free newsletter to read all about what our members are doing and how you can support them. Just click on Community Newsletter under the Community Outreach button. Today, we're talking with Rose Hood Bus, the Executive Director of The Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults. Rose, to get us started, could you tell us a little about yourself? Hi, um, yeah, my name is Rose. I am the director of the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults. I've been the director for the last six years, uh, but I have a long history with the organization as I was one of the members of the community that sat around the table and recognized the need for young adults as they were transitioning out of state's care and into adulthood with little support. And so when I came back to be the director, it was a little bit of a full circle moment to have sat in on the meetings that uh, brought this idea forward then to come back to, to be a part of the organization. Um, I have a young adult with me today. Her name is Carolina. So Carolina will be visiting with us a little bit later about her experiences with the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults. Awesome, thanks for joining us as well, Carolina. Thank you. So- So Rose, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to this spot in your career? Maybe what's the best part of your job as executive director? Uh, The absolute best part of my job is getting to walk alongside young adults as they um, discover their potential and uh, begin to experience the joys of independence. Um, it, It truly is the best part when you're able to um, help a young adult because it's really them discovering and them doing the work and we just get to walk alongside and help them through that process. Uh, but that that is the absolute best part of the job. There's nothing exciting about grant reports or um, financials or things like that. Very important things of the job, but that's not fun and exciting. But being able to walk alongside a young adult for their successes, it's even being with them during their challenging moments because because that need for unconditional support is very real. And for a young adult to know that they have somebody that's by their side, um, regardless whether it's celebrating a success or being with them in the moments that are challenging, that's the key to the success. And that's what makes this job worthwhile. Can you tell us a little bit about the mission and the history of the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults? Yeah, so um, I had shared that the organization came out of a group of concerned citizens, community members, uh, members of other nonprofits in the community that recognized a need for support for uh, transition age youth, young adults that were finding their path to independence just because we turn 18 or 19 doesn't mean we magically have all of the skills and resources that we need, and especially for those young adults that are unconnected. So from that kind of community meeting was born 
the hub central access point for young adults. Uh, we have been our own independent 501c3 for the last 16 years serving Lincoln's unconnected youth. We serve pregnant and parenting, homeless or near homeless, young adults that are currently involved in the child welfare system or the juvenile justice system or have aged out of those systems, young adults that have been exploited by human trafficking or those that are unconnected from their family of origin for a myriad of reasons. And what we're doing is providing unconditional support for them on their path to independence. The reasons a young adult walk through our door look very different. Um, you know, a young adult can walk through our door for supports and resources in one area or in multiple areas. And so we recognize the need comes in in many different shapes and forms but the importance for us to be here unconditionally as they find their individual path to independence is critical. Thank you for all of your work for all these years for such an important population here in Lincoln. We're just so grateful to have you. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about those different programs that you offer and the different services that youth can access? Yeah, so um, the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults serves under three pillars of education, employment, and empowerment. Uh, throughout everything we're doing, we are empowering our young people to find their path, to advocate for their individual needs, and be able to um, assemble the resources that are necessary to be successful, independent young people. We would all be remiss if we did not recognize the support system that it takes each one of us to um, to live this life and be on a journey. And so helping our young adults assemble that support network is critical to being independent and um, finding their path to independence. So throughout that whole process of education, employment, empowerment, we're really helping our young people assemble that support network that is needed. To get a little bit more specific, under that education pillar, we have staff that are co-located at um, Lincoln High, specifically working with students that are credit deficient or experiencing um, challenges with attendance and helping them to clear the barriers. We have amazing educators in our community. Uh, she's doing very little, the staff member is doing very little to educate, but what is she is doing is she's helping the young adults assemble the resources and supports that they need to be successful in this school building during the school day. Um, she's been explained as the, the aunt in the building when you won't go to your parents and tell them what's going on, but you'll go talk to your aunt about um, the things they're experiencing. So she's often the first person to know if a young adult is sleeping in their car, um, experiencing homelessness, experiencing challenges at home, and then we're able to assemble um, individualized resources for them to help them on that path to education. However, we recognize that traditional education does not work for every young person. And we believe every young person needs at minimum a high school diploma or equivalency. So we have a GD program on site. And our GD program is again, all about clearing the barriers. For an individual to get their GD, they have to have um, a state ID. They have to have proof of who they are. And so our process starts right there ensuring that they have the necessary documents it's really about more than just their GD at that point because you need those documents to be successful in employment. You need that, those documents for a lot of different things. So we start there. Once they have that ID, then we're able to move forward with 
preparing them for the GED exam. The GED is made up of four individual tests. So we provide support and resources for young adults to be able to successfully master the material. And then we provide support for them to um, take the test. We pay for each one of those tests so there's not a barrier because you pay online. So you have to have an account and some form of plastic with money behind it so that you can pay for those tests. Um, we assist with transportation to the testing center so that they can complete that. Um, and we are excited that we on average have 12 completed GEDs a year, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when each GED is compiled of four tests, that works out to about one test passed a week, um, every week here at the Hub. And so we celebrate that accomplishment because oftentimes the GED is not celebrated the same way as high school diploma is. However, we don't want our young people to stop there. And so under that employment and education pillar, we have a staff member that is um, working with young adults to find out what that next step is. So she's working with career paths, connections to industries and certifications or post-secondary education, if that's what our young adults choose, um, helping them fill out the alphabet soup of the FAFSA, figuring out scholarships, housing aspects and different things that go in to ensure that they can be successful on the college campus or in a career path. Um, so those kind of that straddles our education and our employment pillar. The other piece of employment is um, we have a staff member that all they're doing is volunteer coordination. They're not coordinating volunteers into our building. However, they're coordinating young people into the community so that they can begin to get uh, the necessary skills that they need to be a successful employee, soft skills, understanding why it's important to show up, how I communicate with my coworkers, um, all of these things. We take for granted um, the opportunities that young adults or adults have in their younger years when they're not system involved to be able to get a job, be able to mow the art of the neighbor, be able to um, get references and resources from parents or parents' friends. For a young adult that has been system involved, state of Nebraska is their guardian. So the state of Nebraska is who decides if they can get a job or not. Their placements are not always stable. In fact, um, most young adults experience 12 to 15 placements when they're in foster care. And so um, the ability to have a job and consistency in a job is really challenging. So when we're able to provide young adults with an opportunity to volunteer, to get those soft skills, to build resources and references, we are um, helping them to build that stepping stone in employment. Uh, the last piece that I talked about was empowerment. And empowerment is happening throughout the whole thing, but it's also the idea that our young adults can come to our building, walk through our doors, tell their story one time, and be connected with a myriad of resources, both in our building and in the community. That's called central access navigation. So a young adult can come in and talk about the supports that they're needing for education, they're experiencing of homelessness and be connected to resources outside of our building, the connection to um, Medicaid and SNAP benefits. Uh, maybe it's an interest in independent living coaching and we'll connect with other partners throughout the community. A really important piece is where the hub central access point, not the hub central, we do it all. We need a network of support. Much like I talked about our young adults needing to build a network, we have to use a network of support to ensure that our young adults are connected in many ways. 
that's the short of how we do what we do and what we do. That's incredible work. Thank you so much. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Cost Collective Radio on KZOM 89.3 Lincoln. And today we're talking with Rose Hood Bus, the executive director of the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults. And Rose was talking to us about some of the different programs and services that the Hub provides. And um, one of them was the GED program. And I'm not sure with your renovations, if you still have it, but I remember it was probably pre-pandemic that I was there the last time and you had a whole wall of victories of GEDs. And so I know you said that there's 12 accomplishments each year um, and maybe that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a pretty impressive wall of victory that you have. Our our wall of graduates is still there. Um, That's something that uh, we love to have young adults that have completed their GED come back in and they're so excited to see their name on the wall. And they talk about where their name started at and where it's moved to because we've had to move and shift all the names up. We don't take names off the wall. This is important. We don't take them off the wall. We're just shifting. We're getting close to the ceiling now. Um, So we're going to have to rethink and maybe build on the other side. But it's an exciting accomplishment that our young adults can come back and say, that's my board. That's my accomplishment. I was able to do this. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about some of these uh, renovations that you had recently? Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm going to, to bring Carolina into the conversation here. So um, in November of 2022, we had strategic planning. And as part of our organization, we truly believe that our, um, our young adults should be embedded into our process of what we're doing and how we're doing it. So we had, as part of our strategic planning, we had a focus group with young adults, and then we had um, young adults sit in with our board for strategic planning. And as part of that focus group, um, one of the questions that the facilitator asked was, what if there could be one thing that you wish the hub had, um, if, if like dream big, what would it be? Do you remember what we heard several times, Carolina? The kitchen. (laughs) A kitchen. They wanted a kitchen at the hub. Um, What did our kitchen used to look like? Um, It was more of, I would say, like a small little break room, you know, maybe in a stereotypical office building. It's just basically a kitchen, uh, a sink, a counter. I mean, not real much counter space there's you can't really do anything in there maybe only one or two people can actually be in there at a time with it Mm -hmm. being a little uncomfortable and there was just a refrigerator and a microwave yeah that's all it was so it really wasn't anything that was uh something you could use other than to warm up your lunch to keep your lunch in the refrigerator and warm it up and uh, the young adults had said we really want a kitchen and they were able to say a kitchen at the hub would allow us to build our um, life skills in how to cook. It would impact our budget because we would be able to use our money more wisely with food when we learn how to. It would help with my physical health and my mental health. And when the young adults were able to articulate that, there were other um, things that they dreamt up too, but the kitchen was the one that came up multiple times. Um, And so we took that information Carolina was with us at the full strategic planning, and that was one of the things that bubbled to the top. And we took this information, and lo and behold, a week later, we had somebody in the community 
Mind you, we had not put this out to the community that we're doing this, but somebody in the community reach out and say, I am getting a new convection stove. I have a stove that's like a year and a half old. It's in really great shape. Could you use it? Yeah. No, this is not a typical donation that we pass along to our young people. Our young people aren't asking for stoves frequently. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been asked for a stove. Um, but I had this idea of what the young people had said in the back of my mind. And so I said yes. And I didn't know exactly where we were going to go with it. But there was a stove sitting in the hallway at the hub for a while. <laughs> And um, we had some American Rescue Plan dollars left. We had completed our list of things left, and we had a small amount left that was going to need to be spent on a capital project. And uh, we took that, and the young adults, very clear vision for what they wanted at the hub, and we started talking to donors. And we were able to get matching donations to our ARPA dollars, and we took a donated stove a great seed from our young people on what they wanted and an old copy space and we turned it into a full functioning kitchen you know talk a little bit about what it looks like carolina yes yeah, so we did kind of all express that having light and big windows would really make the space just feel open because uh just this is older building it's just the windows aren't um as inviting in all the rooms and that was something we're like we want to feel open, airy. Um, there's an island now. There's lots of uh, space. Uh, I know we had cooking classes in the past where we learned how to cook with the air fryer. And now we're going to be able to kind of step up our game and actually be able to learn, uh, you know, stovetop recipes or just meal planning, different things. And I mean, that's something I'm really excited for, for sure. <laughs> So one of the first classes we have coming is um, grabbing a box of food from a local food net, an ad from a local grocery store, and connecting those two things and figuring out how many meals we can make. Um, and so we're super excited. We have community members that are volunteering to come in and teach these classes um, and, and young adults that are excited for the opportunities. That is just, that's an incredible story about you being, uh, being scrappy and using what is available and what the community has. And importantly, like working with the folks that you serve and centering their voice and what they need. That's just incredible. Carolina, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your experience with the Hub? Yeah, so um, I first joined uh, the Hub, at, like when I was 17, I actually was introduced by uh, another member of Project Everlast. And I just kind of came, I think only to like two meetings. And then um, I was just shy at that time. And so I didn't at the time need really help. I didn't identify that I needed help with things. Um, and so I just kind of went off, did my own thing for a while. Um, but I was credit deficient in my high school um, the next year when I was 18 and they told me I'd have to be a super senior and that was just something I did not wanna do. Um, and so I remembered the hub, I came back, I talked to them and I was fortunate enough that I actually got my GD in like two months. It was really fast just cause I had the time to do it. <laughs> um, and I, was able to kind of successfully get myself on my feet as a young adult after I got my GED. I was working, I was going to school, but um, I did become homeless in uh, 2019 when I was 19. And 
I came back to the hub and was just like, I need some help. And they were able to get me into an apartment and get me back on my feet um, through other support services, like different funding. And, and they were able to just help me get back on my feet. And that was uh, something that I really needed at that time. I don't have family uh, resources and um, I was in foster care and I just kind of left and nobody really talked to me after. So I have had to kind of figure things out on my own, but it's really helpful when you do have this uh, support team there to actually kind of help guide you because I you know you don't know what you don't know and so um, it's really good that uh, they're here for all of us and I do feel um, heard and uh, cared about. That's incredible thank you so much for sharing and what an amazing organization to be a part of. We are so lucky to have young people like uh, Carolina who are willing to to share a little bit about their experience. It it takes um, it takes some vulnerability to be able to say, you know, like these are the things I experienced. But it is absolutely an honor to be able to walk alongside young adults like Carolina as they are finding their path to independence and being that unconditional support for them, whatever that path looks like. A young person is listening, um, or somebody knows a young person who's listen, who's listening and wants to connect with you. How might they do that? Uh, so we have a website www.hublincoln.org where you can um, learn about our programs, see a little bit more. A lot of times, individuals would like to look before they dip a toe in. Um, but the other thing I will say is, no appointment is necessary. We are open Monday through Friday during the summer hours between Memorial Day and Labor Day. We're open nine to three during the school year. It's nine to four. Young adults can come on in. Um, there is no uh, qualifications. If they're under the age of 25, they're welcome to come in. And then it's our job on the back end to figure out the, the resources and supports that are available based on your individual um, scenario and um, needs. So if you are in the age range of um, 14 to 25 years of age and you're needing support and resources, stop in. Um, we are laid back. Would you agree, Carolina? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're laid back. Come on in. Um, we're going to wrap supports and resources around you. And if we do not have them in our building, we're going to connect you in the community. Uh, you will not walk out without being connected to something. And how could listeners connect with you um, if they're interested in supporting the work that you do? Maybe, um, you know, get, sending you a donation or volunteering. How might they do that? I'm going to direct you back to our website again, www.hublincoln.org. There is a button in the top right corner um, that says sign up for our e-news. That's going to be the first button I'm going to tell you. Sign up for our e-news. We send out e-news. Um, it's about once a quarter that we send it out, the hub happenings. And in the hub happenings, you're going to learn about successes of our young adults, the needs that we're experiencing as an organization, any opportunities that we have um, for support. We'll put them all there. So there's number one. Uh, number two, our donate button is right there. We are an organization that depends on grants and private donations. And so your support is greatly appreciated appreciated as we support young adults. Wonderful. And do you have any upcoming events or fundraisers to look forward to this summer? 
We do. We have um, what's called Lincoln Loves Locals coming up on August 24th. It is a garden party this year that will be held at Maple Lodge. Maple Lodge is a historic home that is nestled in the south uh, of downtown area at um, 30th and Euclid. And so we are having a garden party. We'll have the algorithms playing um, at our garden party. You'll be able to learn more about our mission, be able to hear from young adults that we serve. We also have the Lincoln Loggers Homebrew Club that's going to have Battle of the Homebrews. So we'll have um, homebrews that you can try and vote for your favorite homebrew, as well as um, we have locally curated uh, raffle items, so baskets of donated items from local businesses. We believe that local people support local people and our local community supports our young adults over and over again. So we'd like to highlight some of the great local businesses in our community. Um, and we do that through our, our, our raffle. Wonderful. So the upcoming fundraiser is Lincoln Loves Locals for the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults on August 24th at the Maple Law in Euclid. What time was that event again? That event is from 6.30 to 8.30. Tickets are $35 a person. Um, you, With your ticket, you're going to get hors d'oeuvres. You're going to get the, the Battle of the Brews tasting as well as desserts. So please join us. More information about that event is at our website, www.hublincoln.org. And if you go to Hub Happenings, you'll see the invitation for Lincoln Loves Locals. Awesome. And listeners, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Cause Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3. And today we're talking to Rose Hood Bus, the executive director of the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults. Um, Rose, if there's just one thing that you could tell our listeners about the hub and, and the work that y'all do, what would that be? I think the number one thing is the importance of unconditional support for a young adult. Um, this path to independence is hard. Becoming an adult is hard. Being an adult is hard even when we have supports. And so if we stop and think of a young adult that is doing this path on their own, how critically important it is to have somebody in their corner that sees them, that cares about them, that wants them to succeed um, and is there for them to go through the highs and the lows with them, how powerful that is. And um, I, I often think for a young adult, um, or for listeners, how easy it is to think of that one young adult that you helped. Maybe it was your own child, maybe it was a neighbor, and then you think of somebody who doesn't have anybody. And that's what we strive to be, is, is to be a support resource for those that don't have anybody, um, to be able to be there for them, and how each one of us has the ability to impact somebody's life by just being there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of supports and resources. Carolina talked about the supports for housing and those kind of things. But for our young adults, oftentimes the number one thing they'll say is that I know that no matter what's happening, I can go there and it'll be there. That means more than, than so many other things, just being there. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, just in our last couple minutes here, Rose, could you share with us again uh, how we can connect with you at the Hub Central Access Point for Young Adults? Yeah, so our number one easiest way to connect is on our website, 
at www.hublincoln.org. You can stop in to our facility. We're at 1037 South 12th Street. So we're at the corner of 12th and D as in dog. If you are a young adult or you know a young adult in need of support, no appointment is necessary. Um, we're here Monday through Friday nine to three between Memorial Day and Labor Day after Labor Day, nine to four um, during that school year, connecting with young adults, meeting them where they're at and being able to support um, and assemble a network of support so that they can be successful adults. Awesome. So that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your experiences and the great work of your agency with us. Thanks for listening to Cause Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD, Lincoln's Community Radio. For more information and to listen to this podcast, visit www.causecollectivelincoln.org. Keep listening to 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD.